Please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the Kind of Movie Critics. We are. <laughs> so... So we we we've been gone for a while. We missed a few movies. Um, Creed the three we were trying to get to, but we but we couldn't. Um, but the I think two we, of we us were trying. It. Nobody else yeah. was trying. I'm Nobody just gonna put it out there. They too yeah. fly for us. Corey was like Creed three. Why would we watch that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, I was about to make the joke. It's black yeah. people in it. We didn't expect them to <laughs> <Yeah>. watch it. <laughs> we love you, Corey. He's not gonna listen to this. Nah. <laughs> nah, we also we also miss the Oscars. Um, it's the Oscars been kind of controversial controversial this year. Do you think so? Um, I guess I I really I mean, elephant in the room is like Angela Bassett didn't win. Yeah. Um, I love you, black people, but y'all got to start watching all the movies before y'all just say she deserves to win. Now, do I think she deserved to win? I do. I saw all of the performances except for Hong Chow, and I am a Hong Chow fan, and Hong Chow has never, ever sucked in anything ever. She's never not been brilliant in anything she's done. So that being said, I do not think Jamie Lee Curtis deserved to win over literally anyone else. She wasn't the best supporting actress in her own movie. No. So Stephanie Hsu was better than her. Stephanie Hsu had more to do than her. Um, And... I again I didn't see Hong Chao, but I have no doubt in my mind that she was great. And um the what what's the other one's name? Is her name like Conlon? Um from Banshee's oh, Sharon. Banshee. She was good. She was good in Banshee. She was good. I don't think but she was better like, than Stephanie yeah. or but she was better than Jamie. Yeah, she I thought was. Jamie was at the bottom of the list. Yeah. <laughs> the performances for sure. that I saw. Yeah. But Jamie I mean, in that movie you just get to do a lot. So I think they're kinda awarding her for like her entire career, but it's also a movie where she gets to play like different versions of herself. Which well, is cool. the the other thing is they're they're rewarding her in the same way that we wanted Angela to be rewarded. Yeah. For so sure. so I I'm I don't think that's fair. I think that if we're going to grade you against your peers, it needs to be for the performance and not for your whole career. Um and I just, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was the least good out of all the ones I saw. And I mean, Hong Chow could have been worse than like Jamie yeah. Lee, but like, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't know. I Like, I, Blue Steel I, the was same, the last time I yeah. saw Jamie Lee Curtis and was like, girl, you 15 feet tall. But like, I, no, I like, mm-mm. Not, yeah. her, watching her play Laurie Strode, like, she deserves the Oscar for that, for her career. Playing Laurie Strode 50 times. Right. But I don't know. I kind of felt like, Angela Bassett had like two really great scenes in Black Panther and everything else I kind of can't really remember. Like she has the scene with um is is it Okoye? Mm-hmm. Where she's like uh kind of reading her about like all the messed up things she's done. Um uh-huh. about getting her daughter lost. And she has a scene in like the UN basically. Those are like the two great, I would say good scenes I've seen her in that movie. And obviously she's the best thing in that movie. And um, obviously her character Dang, dies. So, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think that's hard to say. I mean, Namor was pretty good too. But like, it's a Marvel movie, so I get it. Like, you gotta, for a superhero movie, like they didn't give it a, they didn't give a nom to uh, 
Robert Downey Jr. in Endgame. Like I thought he would have got something for that. Just just the culmination of like what Marvel has done over th- that period of time. I and that being his last movie, I figured they would do something. But I think that the um the Academy like doesn't really think of those movies as Oscar worthy outside of what you know, the things that a Ruth Carter being awarded for them twice, which she completely yeah. deserved. Shout out to uh, my fellow Hampton University alum. Um, I mean, I she Angela has given other supporting like roles where she deserved to win, but mm-hmm. I I'm less I'm less mad at Black people for saying she deserved to win because of her whole career. And the only reason I'm less mad than I would normally be is because I feel like that's what happened to Jamie and she didn't deserve it for this performance. I just don't think she did. Not, And I'm not saying she wasn't good in the movie. She just wasn't better than everybody else. Yeah. I'm glad the uh, Daniels won because I've, I've been Same. following the Daniels for like at least 10 years because mm-hmm. they uh they used to do music videos. Like I know they did Turn Down for What. I think they did like a Foster the People video or something like that. Oh, but wow. they always had these like cool little surrealist like narratives in their videos. They didn't videos. do Pumped Up Kicks, did they? I don't know if they did Pumped Up. I, I, I totally forgot because I haven't watched it since like we were in like Plume Street or whatever. Like when oh, okay. Visit was in Plume Street. So That's I haven't watched That's a reference the video to their since. old studio. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't need to kick it with y'all then. I just knew Beans yeah. and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew who Corey was. I won't say yeah. why. He loves to tell that story. But um, yeah, I met them later, like at my birthday party around that time. But Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, the Oscars was interesting. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't actually, I didn't watch any of it. I like watched the things that I wanted to see. I was very excited that Michelle Yeoh won. Did you um, ever finish Tar? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think you did. <laughs> no. I, I fell asleep on Tar twice. Yeah, and within like the first ten minutes, I fell asleep on Tar twice. So like, I I want to finish Tar. I watched Banshees and Sharon. I saw everything everywhere first. I had no interest in watching The Whale. Yeah, um, me neither. I didn't watch it. Yeah, but I mean, I was excited for Michelle Yeoh. I think she definitely deserved that. She had a lot to do in that yeah. performance. Um, she's been dope though. Like, yeah, much like Hong Chao. Like, I she's never not been brilliant. I was very excited for Kiki Kwan. <laughs> I was oh, so yeah. excited for him. And then I saw he's like joining the MCU on a Disney series. I hope that pans out into like a larger character for him um, across well, you know, the movies because I want to see him keep working. You know, the Daniels are directing like a Star Wars episode on, I think, the Skeleton Crew, which is the, it's kind of like Stranger Things in Star Wars with like, uh, I think John Watts is doing it. The guy who did. Uh, it's not animated, Spider-Man. is it? Spider-Man. Nah, it's not animated. It's with Jude Law and a bunch Ooh. of kids. Yeah. Well, as long it. as there's space wizards, I'm here for it. You know how I felt about Andor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit what regular people are doing in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Your regular yeah. ass outer room self, like, don't care about you at all. Sorry. <laughs> well, sh- shout out to Chandler. I actually really love the Bla- the Bad Batch this season, but there is like no lightsabers at all. In the Bad Batch, I mean, there there is like one episode with a lightsaber, but for the most part, yeah, there there isn't really lightsabers or well, like Jedi. Not really any Sith either, but but yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. It's it's like a more mature version of like Rebels and Clone Wars to me. Bro. At least they're trying to be, but but it's still like kids could watch it, so I suppose it doesn't get too dark. 
when I get really, really bored, I will watch an animated something. But yeah, I, the next animated thing that I plan to watch is um, the Spider Verse. I like oh, not yeah. gonna give me to watch anything, <laughs> yeah, anything before else. that. Like I graduated from it. Um. Um. So I have a I have a question for you, uh, Lizzie. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite artist? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Nigel. So the Jonathan Fishback doesn't jump through the door and kill me. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Who's my favorite artist? Right. Who do I go up for? Yeah. I don't even know if I have a favorite. I said Pharrell. That will say that. That's a lie, but I'll say it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's close to the truth. Yeah. I don't think I ever. I mean, MF Doom and Aesop Rock were like my two favorites. Um, but I think I I don't think I was ever like a stan of them. I think for a short period, I think I was a, a Lupe stan. Like when he he had his mixtapes like before Food and Liquor and the Cool, like I was mm-hmm. one of those kids who was like, Hip hop is dead and Lupe is gonna bring it back and <laughs> you you guys are I'm all disappointed gonna see. with you. Did yeah. you get to meet him when he filmed when when Treasy and Corey filmed that video for him? Nah, I think that might have that probably would have would have been before I was around them. Um, but I saw his concert when he went to ODU. Um, but yeah, basically, he, I think he dropped two great albums and then he got in trouble with his like label and started releasing bad stuff or getting shelved. So, <laughs> so some weird shit about so that, Obama. And I was like, yeah. fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's always saying like controversial, like contrarian stuff, like for no reason. But, but, but I still love Kanye. I still love I still love Lupe. Yeah, he's still in my top five. But um, I've literally never ever heard someone say Lupe was in their top five. I respect it because it's your opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like I don't I don't really music artists I stand for. No, I don't I don't really I don't really stand music artists. I stand actors, but I don't I don't know. Like there are people I get excited about, but I don't really. I mean, and Beyonce is obviously like on yeah. that list. I get excited for Beyonce. I don't have Beyonce concert tickets. I didn't even try to get them. Like it's not a huge part of my life. Mm. Um, trying to think. I mean, I I probably would James Blake. I'm this close to buying Steve Lacey tickets so I can see James Blake open for him. But like, I oh, don't yeah. want to do that. I don't want to watch him open for anyone. Like, I want to watch James mm-hmm. Blake. That's pretty bad. Like, I just I don't know. I don't I don't have like a, a favorite music artists i have a top five but like rappers you never had like posters on your wall of like any r&b groups i take that back you said artists so i'm thinking of one person i do yeah. stay in a group and y'all could suck a cold fart out my ass if you have a problem with this but like i love 112 oh okay i am very upset about the state of 112 fuck slim fuck slim fuck slim he trademarked their name and so yeah. I will never go see them for as long as like they're doing what they're doing now. But basically, like Duran and um, Q are not allowed to refer to themselves as One Twelve, um, only because um, Marvin owns the name. And so, like when you when they advertise One Twelve, it's not One Twelve. It's 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 um, Slim and Mike and two dancers. Oh, uh, that's whack. So I'm I'm assuming like. Slim sings Duran's parts and Mike sings Q's parts. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, who the fuck wants to see that? Yeah. It's just it's, it's just tough. awful. I would have still tough. seen them when Kenny Ray was performing instead of Duran, but 
Yes, I love 112 this much. Moving along. <laughs> I've so seen them like here. three times. <laughs> yeah. We're here to talk about Swarm. It's a new um, Donald Glover. Well, I should say Janine, I think, Neighbors or... Neighbors, I, I what I would have said, yeah. Yeah, Janine Neighbors and Donald Glover um, TV show on Amazon Prime. Starring Dominic Fishback, um, Chloe Bailey. Uh, who else? Damson Idris. Damson Idris. There's a couple cameos. I Paris didn't know who Jackson. they. Yeah, I didn't know who they were until like after I finished the series. I didn't. I didn't realize it. Because uh, I kept being like, I know There's this person, but I. Yeah, it was a lot of people. I was like, I know this person, but I don't know where. Oh, the girl from Dope. I forgot her oh, name. Oh, Kirstie Clemens, who I like to call yeah. the poor man's Tessa Thompson. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. She's she, just, she is committed to like, not playing a straight woman in anything right. that she's in. <laughs> like, I've literally never seen her play a straight girl. I have to like search for that. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't see it either. It feels like she got like a foot taller in this movie too, but that's because Dominic no, Dominique Fish, Fishback is a little so person. small. Yeah, <laughs> she really I think she's is. five two. Yeah, which we'll get to this in a second. Like that last murder scene i was like if you don't punch her little ass in the face <laughs> yeah because <laughs> literally the way everyone else dies is plausible except that death i was like so you just you just gonna let her kill it yeah <laughs> <laughs> she went quietly into the good night for sure <laughs> so, so what had you heard about this before you saw it um, I saw the trailer and I, I had known about it for a while because I heard that Malia um, Obama was, was writing on it. Mm-hmm. You so, told me about that and I did not realize this was the same thing until I saw pictures from the premiere. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, yeah, she's pretty tall next to Dominic. <laughs> yes. <back> to, to, <laughs> she looks like the Jolly Green Giant standing yeah. next to her. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, had no, I didn't know Janine Neighbors was involved, but... um. I just knew it was like Donald Glover's next project. And obviously I love Atlanta. We all love Atlanta. So I was definitely interested in, in watching it. Um, but I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I would say like I didn't like maybe the last two episodes as much. But that, that one through like, I'll say that one through four or five run, like I, I really loved. I mean, I didn't hate the last two episodes, but. I, I liked I really episode liked seven. I did not like episode six. Yeah. They I mean, kept I, I see what they were trying to do, like do like a true crime thing. I didn't think it was as, as funny as it could have been. It could have been way funnier. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> everybody was, everybody I know, like, because they heard that Damson Idris was clapping Chloe Bailey's cheeks. Right. That they were like, oh, I want to watch this now. Y'all are some damn perverts because they are. Yeah, I mean, I never thought Yelp. it was a big deal because it's like she's sexual and um grownish. Like that's that's part of her storyline, for better uh-huh. or worse, is that like she wants to be um like her and I guess Run's son. I forgot which one it is. Diggy. Diggy. Yeah, her and they're like dating, and his whole thing is like, well, I don't want you to be out here like looking all crazy. You're my, supposed to be my girlfriend. You can't be wearing stuff like that. And she's like, well, I want to be a whole that type of thing. Obviously, that's <laughs> probably problematic. But it's like that that's her storyline. So her being her being sexual, her, her doing a sex scene, that's like not a big deal to me. But obviously, I mean, people just want to hate on Chloe Bailey, I feel like. Or people want to just like criticize her as much as possible. I'm kind of I'm kind of like. She can sing. So, like, I feel like a lot of the things she does is unnecessary. 
Um, but that's 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 her artistry, and like I just think it's weird for anyone to be talking shit to celebrities on the internet. I just find yeah. that so strange. Um, so I could disapprove of her walking around in her drawers and just scroll right. Past. I I unfollowed her because I got tired of seeing her naked ass. But oh, like, yeah. <laughs> but like that's not something that I feel compelled to try to make her feel bad about. If that makes sense, like. I have the option if I don't like something to not look at it. If I don't like seeing it, I can avert my eyes. So that's what I chose to do. I like Chloe. Um, yeah. I haven't been. I my best friend is like, oh, her music is so sexy. Like, I'm just not interested. But as far it's as not that my, sex, yeah, it's not our generation. For no, real. it's not for me. Because yeah, it's not. I'm a grown up. What? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm, yeah. I'm saying that as a way to not call myself old, but. Um, I mean, that scene was just, first of all, <laughs> you can't just see her face. <laughs> I didn't even know it was her. I felt like I got a, scene. oh, I thought it was like a glimpse of her face, but her head was down. Well, you just saw it like. I didn't see her face. And, I see oh. her ass and I yeah, see I her, her yeah. cheeks. <laughs> so, yeah. And the camera is on it for a long time. It's almost uncomfortable to watch. So maybe her face popped up. I just didn't see it. Cause I just, you know. Yeah, I felt like stroking. that was a body double. Like the the scene where like Dominique is looking at or um, Dre is looking at uh, Damson like through the door or whatever. I felt like that that had to be a body double. I don't think so. Because there was no reason for her to even be in that. Like because you couldn't see her at all. But Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think she really oh, did yeah, the scene. Oh, yeah, she really did it. Yeah. yeah, she talked about being nervous about it. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I don't I don't think it was a body double. I mean, what did you think about the tone of the first episode? I, well, I texted you because I was like, yo, this is so dark. <laughs> Cause, you did like you like you like you needed to tell someone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, this is I don't know how I'm gonna make it through these seven episodes. Like, because I mean, obviously it got more got funnier, like as it went on and mm-hmm. more like uh, satirical or that doesn't take itself too seriously but yeah, yeah that I first can... episode was like hard to watch because you definitely i definitely i i don't know if i would say i identify but i empathize with um trey at first someone, I some, did. yeah with someone who's like quiet who like they say she's falling through the uh the cracks she um she doesn't assert herself she's kind of like in a codependent relationship uh-huh. um she doesn't really have anything going for herself and and she's being taken advantage of like by a lot of people around her so i I definitely and and it's just dominique fishback's performance is so great like she could flip from like a psychopath to like a little child like on a dime and maybe some of that is like me watching the deuce seeing her like her being she she always seemed like the like, most innocent person on that show. I think is kind of I only saw the first season, but that that's how it felt like. Um, I watched like an episode and a half of the Deuce, and I wasn't I didn't even remember that she was in it. I'm trying to think of even. I remember seeing. I maybe I did remember at the time. I remember seeing her in that Jay Z video and going, "Oh, I've seen this girl before." So maybe I did remember her at the time, oh, yeah. but like it didn't stay with me. Um, she is. A beast, just period. Um, And I, she works a lot and I like that, but I feel like she should be having the same level of success as a Jonathan Majors because she's just as good as he is. And she does, mm -hmm. she does TV. Well, 
she does like TV though. That's the and thing. like Netflix movies and Netflix stuff. Yeah, and she so. yeah she she was on an Apple series with Sam Jackson that I thought she was really good. I believe she was a whole real person. Yeah. Um, and she was in uh, Black Messiah. Oh yeah, I, she did great in that. Yeah, Project Power. Dominique Fishbeck is just really good, and like I said, yeah. she she should be. She should be working just as much as Jonathan Majors because I think she's just as good as he is. But I, and I think that this show gave her a lot to do, probably the most of anything that I've seen her in. And she it gave her lots and lots of opportunities to showcase her range because <laughs> that yeah. last episode, I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the first episode like got me at the funeral when the family didn't want her to be there, and it was just I was like, why? She didn't do shit like. Yeah. And she never got to grieve the loss of her friend. Um, and in a lot of ways, like she got stuck there. She got stuck in anger um, in her grieving process. So it is interesting to see her, like, I guess, get to acceptance in the very end. But it's, it's, she's a whole serial killer along the way. I just didn't, I didn't expect it to be so gruesome. Um, in the first episode, I mean, we spoil things, y'all gonna be all right. But in the, yeah. in the first episode, when she kills, um, Damson, I didn't, I got the cherry pie reference, but it was just uncomfortable. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> At the very end. I didn't know why it was necessary, like, to see her yeah. eat a cherry pie. Like, I, I thought it was it. a pumpkin pie or a sweet potato pie, but I, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> I could go but, back and look. I could have sworn it was a cherry pie, but I could be wrong. But he kept calling her cherry pie because she oh, was a yeah. virgin. I did not need to see Rory Culkin's dick. Like, that was a lot. I oh, hope that yeah. was a body double because the fuck. Um, mm. It just was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need to see baby Culkin dick. Like, he's the least important one. Like, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also like I but like I get it like she popped her murderer cherry so she's eating a cherry pie but like well you think that was the first time she murdered somebody yeah because um that I mean there's a theory that like she may have may have accidentally killed her mom based on what well, I think in episode six, they say, like, her mom died in front of her. And in episode four, she talks about how um, she talks about this story multiple times of her grandma um, saying, what did you do? And she she like has glass of, from like the milk or whatever. And the, and the glass is red and her grandma is like crying on the floor or something like that. Oh, OK. Well, it implies that, that she hurt someone. Yeah. Yeah she, yeah, she did say she hurt someone, and she's, like, smiling about it. Okay, well, then what the hell is the cherry pie for? Because that was my <clears> takeaway, <throat> was she popped her murder cherry. It was just well, weird. I, yeah, I thought it was sweet potato pie, but I think it's um, Janine Neighbors says something like uh, that killers like uh, Dahmer and uh, the guy in L.A., uh, I forgot his name, the, the Night, Night Stalker. Stalker? Yeah, Rodriguez, they, uh, I think, was his last name. Well, he would, after he would kill somebody, he would go through their... Um, pantry and like eat a bunch of their food and i think dama would like dip people in chocolate and stuff like that so they're both like he very... dip black people in chocolate <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck man i hate this man even more. Right. <laughs> they were already chocolate 
bastard. <laughs> the fuck? But yeah, the, I'm sorry. They, I don't know. Why yeah. that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be funny because it's true. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Just dipping no niggas in chocolate. Fuck. But I think that's like why it's like her killing people kind of stimulates her hunger in a lot of ways. Ah, like, uh, okay. Um, so that's why she's always like going through people's pantry or eating people's food or having like a food like overdose. Like when she went, with, she got with the uh, tour like manager dude. Uh huh. <laughs> that was that was a crazy scene. That was funny. Three, yeah. <laughs> so, um, moving on to episode two. Let me let me just say this: that opening scene was so funny. Cause I like they put the they have the camera oh, behind yeah. the dude and I'm like oh yeah. it's the nigga from the wire right yeah wire yeah yeah <laughs> and and I'm like okay he's going in the strip club and <laughs> <laughs> then to see her on the stage and it's like flopping around like a fucking starfish yeah <laughs> and he like pulls right up like I'm about to tip this bitch yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that wasn't funny to anybody else that I talked to, but that shit was funny to me. I got a kick out of that. It was super awkward. That was the first time I noticed, like, the music, because I guess they felt, they made, like, original songs for Niger and stuff Uh like that, which I guess I compared to Empire, whereas, like, they made original, but Empire has, like, terrible music, so they they would be acting like this is, like, the hit of a generation, like, this is the top top of the charts type thing and like like the music was terrible i didn't feel like the music here was terrible obviously you Mm-mm. got donald glover working on it right but it didn't feel like comparable to like beyonce or like Nicki Minaj no. or anything like that so what who was who was i could hear him singing and i could hear someone singing but i can't place the voice in my memory right now like who was who was the voice stand in for niger i have no clue i mean i assume they just they're weird like that they don't really they don't really advertise like who's involved and stuff. Like I didn't even know Paris Jackson and Billie Eilish were in the show until like I finished this this uh the series or whatever. No, I so. did I did know Paris Jackson was in it. Oh, but yeah. but I've crazy no clue, enough like, musically like who it was. Oh, that they did music for it. Well, I, I don't. Well, I don't know if they did music for it, but I don't know how they did the music for it. Oh, like, gotcha. I don't know. I don't know who played Niger as far as like vocally. Vocally, Paris Jackson. I knew she was in this series because um, something I read like it did not mention Billie Eilish, but it, it mentioned Paris Jackson, and I was not paying attention. Like I was, I was half like watching and fucking with my phone until she was like. Her boyfriend couldn't deal with her being black. And then I sat in a box. And she was like, she was like, oh well, half my dad. And then <laughs> but like said half what? <laughs> so that to me was like, is she laughing at herself? Like, is she trying to signal to us that like I'm I know the same thing that y'all know? What like what do you think was going on there? I think he's doing Donald Glover is doing the same thing um, he did in the West Indian 
episode of um Atlanta. Oh, with Chet Hanks, yeah. With Chet Hanks, where it's like Chet Hanks is there doing like a meta joke about himself, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's what Paris Jackson was doing. But then I then I looked I looked at her for real because I hadn't like looked at her yeah. for real. And then I was like, oh shit, that's Paris Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Me and my boyfriend were talking about like them kids. And I was like, I don't know that they're dead. I mean, Michael Jackson is clearly not their father. I don't know that their father's white. I don't think he's black, though. Um, and I Blanket has a different mother, and I don't think Blanket is white at all, but he's not black either. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I think Blanket's probably like Latino or Middle Eastern or something. Um, anyway, but how did you like her acting? Um, I thought I thought she was good. I was just like, I like. Here's the thing. I've been to a strip club before, so me too. Yeah, every, everybody has. So like, sometimes you think like you see a stripper on TV or on a TV show is like she don't seem like she would be a stripper, but then you go to an actual strip club and you see strippers like that. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, that that's that's realistic. So. I felt like she did a good job being like so annoying and imposing <laughs> and like almost like colonizing uh, Dre's lifestyle to where Dre was like, you know, I, I should probably just kill her too. Like it reminded me of um, Zola, the white girl. <laughs> oh yeah, I still haven't seen Zola. I want to watch it though. What are you but, doing? Yeah. That is fucking I, yeah, I have funny. To watch it. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. just as funny as the Twitter story was. It has Coleman okay. Domingo in it. What are you doing? With yourself, um, I think I was waiting for it to come to a streaming platform that I it is. It's on Hulu. To. Oh, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. It was, <laughs> but oh, it was yeah. free when I watched it. I didn't pay to watch that shit. Oh, okay. Um, I paid to watch James Franco exploit a black girl story. Um, so anyway, um, that episode too, like at the end of it, I thought was hilarious too when she just like pulled off on the street, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and left them there with the dead body. It was hilarious when she was waiting outside the shower with the frying pan. <laughs> he just walked up like, what are you doing? <laughs> but like, again, how she gets that was away ridiculous. Her little teeny ass should not have been able to, to yeah. beat him up like that. Like, like how she gets away with some of these kills is like, it's, I guess it's because she's so small and so unassuming that you wouldn't think she she would be like powerful enough to do stuff to somebody and that's uh-huh. how she catches them off guard. Uh-huh. But but it is crazy like how she makes it through all these kills without getting caught without nothing bad happening to her. Right. Nobody but, like, you know, put a that was like on a her real, head or nothing. That was a real story about like four strippers that killed a guy I guess in his home. So there's there's a lot of these stories that a lot of these murders are based off of like real murders, which I I, I thought was pretty cool. I see. I didn't know that. So, so like the Rashida murders based off of real murder. Like a I guess a woman was like found her body was found burned like outside of Georgia or something like that. Wow. But I don't think it was like a Beyonce fan or anything. I I think they're just taking different murders across the country and kind of like weaving this tail between them basically of the, this serial killer so um i guess moving on to episode three this was like my favorite um episode just because it was so absurd and funny and i just didn't know who she was fitting to hurt yeah um like we got the kill in the beginning so it was like okay cool which which <laughs> artist did you think he was talking about 
Um, child, I don't remember. You have to refresh. I watched like twenty well, things since I watched this. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, she said he was like a pedophile who couldn't uh, write a song without a feature." So I was assuming that's R. Kelly, but it, it was like a little something artist. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be a few people. Yeah, <laughs> we're moving, moving on. <laughs> I mean, maybe R. Kelly. Um. The, the sex scene with the food. Oh, yeah. Because I knew it was yeah. coming. <laughs> <laughs> what they finna do? It's like watching her eat. <laughs> I was just, my boyfriend was like, something is wrong with the club friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so I, I just, I didn't want her to hurt him just because I felt like. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want her to hurt the guy in this stripper episode either. But like I this guy like really looked out for her. So I just I didn't want her to hurt him at all. Um, I hope he got out of that freezer. Yeah, without eating the cake. <laughs> <laughs> just ruining this man's life. <laughs> like really made a whole relapse. <laughs> <laughs> He's like <laughs> Um What about and the 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 final scene? So yeah. the the song that is playing, what is that in her hand? Is it like a plum? Yeah, I thought it was a plum. Yeah. The final scene when she's like chopping on this plum or whatever, and this woman's work is playing. I didn't know that's where we were going. And yeah. so the song is not funny immediately to me. It was just kind of like she's having this moment. So like, you know. This is like supposed to set the mood of like something tremendous in her life happening. Then when she bit the girl's cheek, it still didn't click for me. It should have clicked for me then. But I, yeah. I'm like, when did that happen? Did she ever have the plum or did she just walk up to her and just like bite her? Well, I think she's prone to like hallucinations. So I think she was eating the plum and she kind of just got transfixed and walked up and bit her. But there's so many funny moments in the episode, like the random, like, he threw a shot at, like, Jesse Williams. Yes! <laughs> I'm on Grey's Anatomy. Zell I want to know Grey's what Anatomy. Jesse Williams did to him or if they're homeboys, because yeah. that was funny. Yeah, that that was hilarious. And I, I had totally forgot about the Sanaa Lathan, like, biting Beyonce, like, Tiffany Haddish story. Like, well, she never, she never said it was Sanaa, but somehow people figured out that it was Sanaa. But what was yeah. funny was... The, this woman's work was funny once she went outside and they were like, ain't that the chick from Love and Basketball? And then I was like, that's yeah. the song that plays during the fucking sex scene. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. This episode is just me busting out laughing. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that was funny. I, it is in like, my, like I said, my best friend like decided she was going to watch it. And then she was like, oh, my God. Same like you. She was like, this is dark. And then, but we like six things. We're 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 true crime people. So yeah, I was like, girl. She said that someone she knew was like they didn't like, and I was like, maybe they don't have the same kind of sense of humor as they don't like Donald Glover, but like this shit is funny. And she said the person later said they didn't watch it, but I told her I was like, episodes two and three are funny. I don't I don't know what that person was on, but like if you didn't laugh at that, something's wrong with you because that shit was funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those were like the two funniest episodes to me, for real. 
To me too. Yeah. Um, the next episode with Billie Eilish was just kind of weird. Yeah, definitely creepy. I mean, what it do you, felt like. What do you think they were planning to do to her? I think it's like uh, you ever heard of Nexium? Yes, that's what I thought when I saw yeah. the the keloids the, from where they yeah, had the, branded uh, themselves. The brand, yeah, the brands. It's, it, it felt like M. a female version of uh, Nexium to me. Where I mean, I don't know if people know, but Nexium was this like kind of modern cult where uh, this guy would have. I guess it was mostly women in the cult, and he Mm-mm. would have. Them. It was men. Oh, it, was, it was men it was and men women too? in it, but it was basically the like a self help. Yeah. Meditation, like just working on yourself, like these seminars that you would pay for, and then it it evolved into a cult of with like full on sex scandals and people, yeah, branding themselves with motherfuckers' initials. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's a documentary it was on a, it um, on um on HBO. Yeah, one of the girls from uh Smallville was in it, not uh Kristen mm-hmm. Krug, Alex but Mack. like the Alex Mack, yeah, Allison Mack, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Is Alex yeah, Mack the show that used to come on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Her last name was Mack. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was crazy. But yeah, I didn't realize that was Billie Eilish when I saw it because I kept trying to be like, "Where do I know this white woman from?" <laughs> if she had like the blue or the green hair, I would have got it instantly. But like, she did didn't you look like herself it? without it. Yeah, yeah. Did you realize? Yeah, I realized who she was uh, immediately, and I was just kind of like, "Okay, can this bitch act?" Yeah. Which I would I wasn't mad at her acting, but like she just better not have a bigger career than Dominic Fishback. That's what I know. Oh, I th- I think she I mean she she's obviously gonna um channel like her her career outside of acting to yeah. like get her to other work. Like I could definitely see her being in a lot of stuff. Oh, I can too. She's good enough. Like Yeah. So so I'm not mad at it, like ironically the person who i don't want to act is beyonce so there's that um i just was like i just did i just was curious like what they were planning to do to her because they were obviously hypnotizing her and like when she you know when she says like i'm gonna i'm gonna say like name 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 and she i was like okay she's clearly like hypnotizing yeah that i couldn't figure out why she was participating if it made her feel good to be part of the group or, I mean, I can never figure out why people in cults do what they do. So maybe I just don't have one of those kind of personalities. Is it like a need for like belonging that you will kind of follow someone into situations that you know don't make sense, that are dangerous, that are wrong? I, I It wasn't quite that. But when I saw all of their like brands on them, I was like, yo. It was it was yeah. different. So do you feel like they were like her harem? Like she she because I noticed like um I noticed that like she had a woman of like every race and like it felt like she was trying to collect the black girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I felt like um she was she was definitely trying to indoctrinate Dre. But what I love about the episode is like it felt almost like a Chappelle show sketch. Yes. With like uh with um you know, like the real world sketch. Like mm-hmm. with Chappelle. <laughs> we well, he starts off the stand up being like, if you if you put a black person in the house with nothing but white people, of course they're gonna act crazy. Where it's <laughs> like you put this girl around a bunch of these like new age like 
white, well, not necessarily white, but most of them are white people. And she, like, she acts just like black people would act, even though she's a serial killer. And even though we're supposed to like be against her and what, what she's doing, like she acts exact. She's like, you want to go out running at four in the morning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and when she, she's running, she's like holding her hips and like, uh, uh, bending down to get her breath and stuff like that's exactly who, who I would be in that situation I wasn't rooting for her to kill anyone but I really was like rooting for her to like get to the concert I don't know if that yeah. makes any sense like I wanted her to make it to Bonnaroo like and um, I hate that they lied to her like it was gonna yeah. happen to get her to come back to their compound or whatever but yeah she did she reacted exactly how a black person she was like yo you took my phone fuck is my phone I need my phone yeah <laughs> She was way more about it than Chris and Get Out. Um, yeah. Was it? It was almost like that kill was almost satisfying because I wanted her to get away. Is that how you yeah. felt? Because like yeah, none of the was... other kills felt satisfying to me. I was kind of like scared for everybody else, except this episode. I was kind of scared for her, and I don't know if it's that I'm identifying with her, like in being in that situation, how I might feel. What do you think? Um. I would say I'm cool. Like, maybe it's me and maybe I'm messed up, but I'm cool with pretty much all of the kills except for um, Rashida. I mean, I felt like that was, like, terrible, but the rest of the kills, even kills where she, like, kills a guy in the third episode in the beginning because, like... He didn't do nothing to nobody. He didn't do nothing. To, <laughs> he just had a different artist that he, like... Obviously, he probably said something online, but, like, I'm like, yeah, like, go off, queen. Like, like... Do you think like if you're gonna be a serial killer, like you got you got your lane, you got your you got your mantra like Dexter, like do your thing. But like she knew Rashida like didn't like Nyjah from the beginning. I I guess I mean we're not jumping to episode seven, but it's like we're supposed to believe that she's kind of grown out of who she used to be by that point. Because, because she, she, found she no longer someone, has her phone. Yeah. She she, she found, found someone love. else to be to yeah. be codependent with. Right. I mean, we can. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, we can we can move to the next episode because I am eager to get there to the end because I don't I don't know that I felt sorry for Rashida. Um. So the next episode was Girl by when she tries to get the phone fixed and she ended up oh yeah at the at, parents' um, house, Leon's house, yeah. He sucked in this. He was so bad. Yeah, he was kind of. I don't. I don't want to say it's overacting, but it it is like super dramatic. Um, I know they said like uh, the American Crime Story stuff is like a reference for this show. Uh huh. Whereas like episode five is kind of like the true crime version of it, and the rest of the episodes are like the people versus O.J. Simpson or the Versace story where it's like a uh -huh. super dramatized version of like what actually happened. So in that case, I get like his acting, what he was doing, but yeah, I kind of hated the dad in, in this episode and well throughout the whole show, but I, he was kind of like a terrible guy. I, 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 I got that she kept calling her her sister, but then it like felt even more fucked up that they didn't let her come to the funeral yeah. because like, it felt like hyperbole on her part to say that this is my sister. And I was like, oh shit, no, that really was her her foster sister. Um, and then 
it was just weird. Just the whole way they treated her was just, it was just strange to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've heard, well, I don't know. I don't know that many people with foster kids. I mean, I know people that like take in kids and adopt other kids, but kids that you don't know like whatsoever and just taking them in, I don't know many people that do that. Um, But like usually that's a thing I've heard of with like boys where it's like, if boys are getting too like friendly or they're they're building their friendships, like the dad would be like trying to cut off that type of right because they're not related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas girls, I I feel like they usually just let them bond, mm-hmm. bond for sure. It it was just, the, I mean, the next episode gives you additional context, but it was just strange. I also thought it was strange that they blamed her for the girl killing herself, like, but not the boy. Yeah. That it was Dre's fault and not the boy. Well, I don't know if they knew it was the boy's fault because she had her phone. Like, even though they they could probably find that stuff on the cloud, right? Like all her messages and stuff like that. You would have you would have thought too that they would have like found the phone, like to be able to track Dre. So, and for them to take so long to turn the phone off was weird too. But I guess like when your kid dies, you're not immediately thinking about that. But I don't, it was just, it was just weird. Like, I didn't understand why they blamed her. I think it's because, like, she's been involved in a violent um, situation in the past. And they, they tried to cut um, Dre off from Marissa, right? They like, they tried to sever that connection. And they feel like that connection is probably what got her killed, even though it's not true. Um but that that's that's the thinking I think on their part. Yeah, the the whole if it wasn't for you, she'd be alive. I was like, well, do they think yeah. that she killed her? Like, I'm confused by this because ultimately, like, her having her. So I guess like her having her own sexual um, awakening. I guess like shouldn't be the death of her friends who she lives in her shadow. That was like strange. Uh, but I get it. That's why she probably like felt so guilty that she had to go deal with the person she actually felt like was responsible because she didn't really get the chance to grieve. But just, it was just weird to me. Um, moving on. Yeah. How how come she like? <laughs> I I saw the weapon she was gonna use to try to like get out of it. On like they telegraphed it. I'm like, okay, that's not sitting there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, it was just weird to me that like he didn't he didn't kill her because he had plenty of chances to do it. Did you think it was weird? Like, um, maybe that's um, that's just the storytelling. Maybe it's just weak storytelling that he didn't shoot her or kill her. I mean, he shot at her several times, and maybe he had some like he wanted to get off his monologue because they never got to have that conversation. I'm, well, I'm, I'm I guess, guessing because like, they've been she's been dead for months or whatever, so if if not a year, or so it's like, right. So I guess I guess if we're framing it as like American crime story, because um, in the next episode we find out in the true crime episode that he's not even alive, so maybe that's just like dr- like dramatic license of like she came back to the house and this is what could have happened. Wait, he wasn't. She was. He wasn't alive when she came back to the house. 
Well, the 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 wife in the next episode, which the person playing the cop, I thought was really funny, and it seemed like they were at Tyler Perry Studios again. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, did it did it seem like that to you too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, she was saying my husband is dead, and I didn't know how far. Well, I guess maybe he could have died after that. No, because it had the same dates. It was like that. It was twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, they, I mean during the I, true I'm crime not, episode. I don't completely, I don't completely remember uh, what the dates were, but I think so. Everything that was happening was happening five years ago, but I don't think that the documentary was supposed to be this year. I think it was supposed to be like around like 2018, 2019. Yeah, because that's when uh, the person went on stage and tried to rush Beyonce or something like that. So right. that's that's like the end of her story, basically. Right, that she is all these different Beyonce yeah. stands. Um, what did you think about the True Crime episode? Um, I thought it it was interesting as far as like giving us backstory. Uh-huh. Um, I like what the social worker said, where it's like, I'm not gonna give you, I'm not gonna make it easy for you. I'm not gonna give you a reason to like judge this black girl. I like that. Because yeah, I do like that. I mean, I, I think Janine Neighbor said that was like very intentional that I'm not just going to sp sp spread out like an easy answer for like why Dre is the way that she is. Um, so we can blame the system there. or yeah. fatherlessness or... or. Yeah. Or just say, oh, this is black women or this is this is like a certain thing. It's like, nah. That foster like, kids act this way. Like, right. yeah. Kids in the so, system behave this yeah. way. Yeah. I like that. It, it it felt that way too. That um, much the same way that other writers do. That they let you know, like you're not going to get these answers, and here's why. Um, in the same way that you know, Nia DaCosta has that monologue in Candy Mare, she was like, "Not finna show you black people dying," and I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so it was the same kind of thing. I wasn't mad at that. Um, I felt like that episode was too long. Yeah, I felt that way too. I mean, it's probably only thirty something minutes, but it did feel like it was going. It felt like a sketch that was going on for like thirty something minutes. It 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 accomplished what it needed to accomplish, and it didn't move fast enough for me. And um, I felt like they intentionally cast a bunch of people like we hadn't seen before. Yeah, but not in a way that I thought was clever. If that makes any sense. Yeah, and I guess it's it's jarring to see like different versions of Dre and Marissa and her mom and all these other people, like when you have been attached to the faces of the characters throughout these other episodes. Right. It's like a reality within a fake universe. Okay. <laughs> and they look so different from the actors, so I guess like that was on purpose too. Yeah. But, but I, I never really find these episodes that funny. Like, I know people love the um, episode in Atlanta where, I guess in the first season, where Paperboy is on, like, that public access show. Oh, the BET episode? Yeah. That, that episode's and pretty funny. You had the uh, transracial <laughs> dude. But, like, those are funny jokes. <laughs> yeah, those are funny jokes within that, within that frame or whatever. But I think it works better on Atlanta because there are breaks in the bit. Like you see yeah. like the commercials and then like it's not one running joke, whereas this was one running joke. Like 
Yeah, the detective has to carry like that entire episode and you you never seen him before. She's not like a recognizable comedian, like uh-uh. But I, I, I respect that he uses a lot of like not no, I wouldn't say non actors, just just actors that we don't know basically. That was somebody he found at Tyler Perry. I'm convinced oh, yeah. that you were not gonna all of them, <laughs> you're not gonna convince me otherwise. They were probably like crew members. He was like, Come over here, come be in this thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> We have a writer's room. I would have I think I would have liked that character better if it was like Leslie Jones trying to do like a straight man, but it's funny. <laughs> like I think that would have been funny mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, I could see Leslie Jones doing a good job. Cause she's so big, so tall, like her talking to her other like detectives or other police for <laughs> force and it's but not like crazy. being yeah. cartoonish or anything like that. Like I'm gonna play it straight, and it would still be funny. It would be funny by the virtue of it being Leslie Jones, because like the one, the thing about that woman that makes it funny is that she's a regular ass black lady, and she's like using black women intuition to figure shit out yeah. the same way all of us do. Right. And it was just kind of like my regular ass could be a damn detective. I'm a better detective than you know these other people. So like I like that, but I just I like I said I I think I would have liked like a Leslie Jones in that more than a face I'd never seen. But I guess that takes away from the bit of like, yeah, these are not famous people. Like, cause the show is full of famous people. This is, these are regular people. I could see Ms. Pat doing it. Just that cause it's, it's supposed to be too. like a Southern, like detective type of thing. Almost right. like a true detective, but like with a Southern black woman, I, I felt like that would be, that would be funny. Yeah. So, so the final episode. Yeah. I knew that she was going to show up looking like a stud, but I was thinking it was going to be more like the pictures they showed us in the True Crime episodes. Yeah, so she had cornrows. Yeah. Right. That wig slayed my entire being. She had a nice edge up. She really she did. did. <laughs> I don't know how she had money for it to like keep her hair done, but, right? But but she had she must have had clippers in the back of her trunk or whatever. But it's like as soon as she popped up, I was like, "Yo, Dominique Fishback yeah. as a stud works amazingly well." Yeah, and she just fell into character like. I just believed like, oh, she just she just a stud like. I mean, like that's. That's like a to me like a clever disguise. Like if yeah. like knowing me right now, like Lizzie around me, you see me all the time. If I was gonna go somewhere and hide, like becoming a stud would be yeah. no, one would, no one would be like, oh, that's Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild smart. <laughs> right. Uh, at least I thought so. But she had all the mannerisms down. And as soon as I saw Kiersey Clemens, I was like, oh, they're going to hook up. <laughs> because yeah. like I said, Kiersey Clemens never plays someone straight ever. Which, I mean, if that's her truth, like I, res- I respect it because like they're straight, char- straight actors who like never ever play um, against that type. So why shouldn't she have the same luxury? Um, but it was it was interesting to me too, like that she just, she believed it felt like Dre was like, I'm I'm gonna be a stud to hide, but like also like I believe my own bullshit type of thing. You know what I mean? 
Is that I mean, how it I felt, felt like, to you? I felt like she actually is like a stud in real life. So she just um, accepted that she was gay? She just, yeah. Because like before she has sexual experiences, but they're usually like her being um, influenced by other factors. Like when she has sex with Rory Culkin, it's because a new Nyjah album drops and she kind of embodies the music of that album. Like uh-huh. Nyjah's Lemonade, basically. So she wants to go out, party, have sex. Um, and wake up the next day like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess I did that. Or when she, we didn't even talk about her at the frat party when, <laughs> when she's eating pretzels <laughs> and the dude's <laughs> jacking off like right next to her. <laughs> that was it's funny. Like, yeah, sex is... And, and of course, we talked about an episode, I guess, three, where she's they have like the food freaky session <laughs> with all the junk food and her and the dude... So it's like there's these other factors that usually cause her to have sex. Like, but who she really desires is women, I, I, I think. And she is, I guess she over the years she probably becomes the more masculine figure in the relationship. Like once she came out of her shell, and I, I mean, I think she wanted um Marissa like from the beginning. The way she like kissed her scar in the first episode, like I always took it as she was a stud. I mean, not necessarily a stud, but I I took her as she was gay like the entire time um she might have been i, I kind of felt like that her energy definitely said that in the beginning um but you also have to think like kind of like a chiron situation like yeah the only the only love i'm actually experiencing is from someone of my same sex so like that's where i know to look for it type mm-hmm. situation um i don't know if chiron was gay i know a lot of people would be like he had a wet dream about a nigga and i'm like it, it doesn't matter um, <laughs> it's like doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's not like hooking up with randos. <laughs> um, and I'll get up with anybody. So I mean, her in her case, it was a little different because she was still hooking up with guys in between. Um, but like you said, the motivation is more like the situ- It's like situation situationally influenced. But I don't know that I see this as being different. Like situationally, like she's playing the role. Like I'm I'm a stud now and I'm hiding. So. Mm. this is what a stud would do in this situation i'm not saying you're wrong i just didn't i did i just felt like it was more of the same like well this is where i am so this is what i'm doing like you know what i mean yeah i guess i think dre just doesn't think that far ahead (laughs) like she she barely gets away with like the cops get her car like she she goes and like steals another car like like when she when they have the blow up in their big relationship, like she doesn't have any money. She's codependent with um Kiersey Clemens character. Like uh-huh. she's li- she's living out the back of her trunk. Like I don't think she is that smart enough. Like she she's smart, but she's not that she doesn't have the foresight to see like what she should be doing down the road. So her being a, a stud or whatever, I think that's who she really is. I don't necessarily think it's like this master plan of like I can hide as a stud. Cause she, like she's barely hanging on, like she should be caught any day now, basically. Especially so, living in the same place, like. Where was she at at that point in Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta. She had gone back to Houston, and she was in Atlanta. I guess too, like. The okay, so when they had their big blow up, I was looking at Kiersey Clinton's like, "You mad at her for being?" They were mad at each other for the same thing. Like, Dre was mad that she was exactly who she was. Like, she never liked um, Nyjah. So, like, the, it was kind of like the exact same thing that happened to her with Marissa. It was a repeat of that, and it echoed that situation because 
that was something that she was planning to do for Marissa. And she was really excited to do that for the person that, you know, had showed her some love and they were not open to it. And then the same thing here, she finally found someone else to care about her. And then that person would not let her like take that, like have that experience with them either to go to the Niger concert together. So it it felt like, uh, like it echoed as her relationship with Marissa. Did you feel like that too? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it means that uh, she really loves Marissa because she ran after Marissa after Marissa said that. But I guess Kiersey Clemens' character was so mean about it that like she really didn't. We're supposed to think like she's grown beyond the point of killing people over at Niger, but like the way. The way Kiersey Clemens' character said it is like, nah, <laughs> we got, we gotta, we gotta scrap, we gotta do something. Like, I, I mean, but I, but the same way she was like saying that, like, Dre was selfish and Dre was like ignoring that she wasn't a Niger fan. Like, she was ignoring all the fucking red flags about Dre too. Like, yeah, you met sure. this bitch and she was living in her fucking car. She didn't have her own fucking tampons or pads. Like. What like she was clearly homeless, like so. Yeah. Like, what did you expect her to be like in a relationship? She didn't have anything going for herself when you met her. I mean, so you now you're mad yeah. about that, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm saying. Know. And I mean, I, mean, I, I get, yeah. I get that they're gay and they like lesbians move real fast. Yeah. Um. Uh, what did you think about a... seeing? Uh -huh? If it was a dude in that situation, I don't even think he would have got through the door. She would have just, he would have just dropped off her friend and be like, all right, I'll see you later. <laughs> like, maybe take my number, maybe hit me on Instagram or something like that. But nah, you're not getting it here. Because, like, you can't be a dude, like, homeless, being chased by the cops, like, can't take care of yourself and just, like, shacking up. And then being brought to, like, your parents' house, like, Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. How did you feel about seeing Cree Summer? I thought it was cool. I, I feel like they just took her off the f season finale of Atlanta. We're like, well, are you doing anything for the next, like, Fuck. 20 minutes? <laughs> Can you just drive over here to... Uh, this, to this other, to, this other uh, the sound studio. stage? <laughs> yeah, this other sound uh, stage. Tyler yeah. Perry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was I, just like, and it was funny because I was like, damn, she meeting her parents already? Like, they do all of this already? And I was just like, oh, wait a minute. They're lesbians. That's, they be moving fast. Like, that's what it yeah. is. Okay, like, calm down. Um, and then, like, her dad was Edison from... Um, um, what is the name of the damn show? I, I recognize his Olivia face. Pope. I just don't remember. Oh, um, are you talking about Scandal? Scandal. He was yeah. He was Edison. He, he was the one that told her, I watch you brush your hair. Um I, I I never see him in anything. So I was like, oh, Edison. Um, mm -hmm. So when she found, and it was me and my boyfriend were watching that one too. And she was like, I hate Nigel. And he was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, she don't know what she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> he was so scared for Rashida. And, um, but when it happened, I was like, he gonna let this little person like choke you to death. Like, what are you doing? Like, right. you could totally get away from her. Like, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wish she somebody 5'2 so would try to choke me out. Like, yeah. What do you she think? Had the, 
I don't know. Some people aren't strong, though. Like, you get that weight on them, they can't really do anything about it. She didn't seem like she was trying to fight back at all. Like, she yeah, was she trying really to, like, didn't. get her leverage off the couch or standing up or something. Like, it wasn't, and it wasn't like she immediately had her knee on her chest or anything like that. I was like, she, she was just like, you're hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dominic Fishback not choking me to death. Nah. <laughs> It'd have been different if she had like got a plastic bag and got behind yeah. her. Like she choked her with her bare hands. And I was like, yeah. okay, ma'am. I think they didn't want to repeat like the um way she kills everybody else, which is like a blunt force trauma to the head. I mean, Maybe she that shot would... Paris Jackson. Oh yeah, she shot Paris Jackson. <laughs> That's right. That was funny when she killed her boyfriend with the um with the way. <laughs> she just stood in the doorway and said like this real quick. He's supposed to be dead, like out. <laughs> but I think they were trying to make it more personal. But yeah, it's it's I it's supposed to be like a crime of passion for yeah. sure. Um, Absolutely. She oh yeah, she also she kills a scalper by like stabbing him in the car. car. No blood. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> Just stabs him and goes. Probably wasn't in the budget, but yeah. Yeah. So overall, what were your feelings about it? Oh, about the the seventh episode of the whole no the series. whole series. Um, it was definitely a good watch. It was a it was a quick watch too. Like I think I watched it in like two days. Um, I definitely appreciate I'm all here for anything Donald Glover has to do. Um, I think his stuff, even if it doesn't always hit, it's always like topical. There's always themes and layers to it that um, I could take out of it. Um, I really want to see what else Janine Neighbors does. But yeah, I think recently this is probably like like if I if I could describe a show as being nutritious, like. Am I still thinking about the show? I mean, yeah, that that's definitely a um, theme with uh, Dre. But am I thinking about the show? <laughs> am I am I interrogating um, the themes? And am, am I fooled by like the characters and the acting and all that stuff? Yeah, this is like probably the top show outside of like the la- the Last of Us in this year that I've seen so far. So. I have to watch the Last of Us. I made it halfway through the oh, first yeah. episode and I couldn't I couldn't do it but y'all were excited about it so not yeah. enough for Corey to want to record yes I'm talking shit again uh-huh. oh <laughs> yeah he, he watched all the episodes he'll probably record it yeah he'd probably be down to do it because he watched it, everything yeah well good luck to y'all um <laughs> yeah I I liked it and I kind of feel the same way it felt like a it felt like uh we went to see Atlanta's darker cousin, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and there was like some of the same sensibilities and humor, but like tonally it was very different. And I appreciated that because I didn't want to be in girl Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. which is what I was afraid it would be. And I was very pleasantly surprised that it wasn't, but I liked still getting that same kind of humor. I liked that Dominic Fishbeck got to play lead in this. And I like that, like, it was such a different story than we see for black women um, normally um, that it wasn't something that I'd seen before. I was, I think so enthralled because of that, that it wasn't more of the same, like <clears throat> Creed three. 
Um, mm. <laughs> <so> <laughs> it's Rocky Five. Um, so I think that um, I'd like to see more of this. I, I don't know how much of this was Janine Neighbors' sensibility. I, I definitely could feel Donald Glover all the way through this. Um, and I don't know like what her specific voice feels like. Obviously, I've seen things that she's worked on before, but like I don't know what her like I said, yeah, like her aesthetic, her voice. I don't know what that is yeah. to be able to be like, that's Janine. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know she's a playwright, but I just haven't read any of her stuff. Um, I was very excited that, um, is it Adame or Adama? Yeah. Um, Evo, yeah, like. She, I, she does a couple she, episodes. I think. Right. I was excited yeah. about that. I told when we talked about um, Honk for Jesus that I was excited about seeing what they had going on. And I, her sister just had a baby, I think. <laughs> which, oh, really? Which explains why she's not working with her. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like jazzed to see what else she's going to do. Only thing else I see here for Donald Glover coming up is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Is that even yeah. still happening? Wasn't he supposed to be like know. doing that with Phoebe Waller-Bridge and but she, she, did, left. she, she yeah. left it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, and that feels like a, feels like a studio project. So I don't even think it'll be like Donald Glover's sensibility for real. I mean, even I, though he is like show running it, I don't know if it'll be that like, like the when he tried to make Deadpool, like the Deadpool stuff was just like, it was more like what Deadpool was. I mean, there was a black black references in it, but from the scripts I read, from the stuff I read, like it it wasn't like Atlanta meets Deadpool. It was it was just Deadpool. Uh -huh. It's a cartoon basically. So I don't know what Mister and Mrs. Smith is gonna be, or even if it's still. Um, going i guess one one thing i appreciated about yeah. this show is like i went into it thinking it was gonna be like a critique of the beehive mm -hmm. and I, I don't feel like that's what this was i feel like people who are in the beehive can watch this and like really appreciate like how accurate it is with like especially some of the statements that um dominic fishback's character dre says like that mm -hmm. feels like something a lot of like i used to listen to the read a lot uh -huh. Um, and they're both like really big Beyonce they fans. They stand Beyonce. So like, I could definitely hear them saying like a, a lot of the stuff that uh, she says and their reactions. I think I heard when Lemonade came out, like what they were what they were thinking. Um, so this definitely felt like something uh something that's accurate to the Beehive, but not necessarily like a critique of the Beehive. Like I think Beyonce and her fans could like appreciate. Oh, I think Beyonce probably laughed here. her ass off at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it felt it felt kind of like the uh, the Tyler Perry episode from last season in mm -hmm. Atlanta, where I feel like Tyler Perry could watch this and be like, "This is funny." Or, this oh, is I'm like, sure he laughed at that. Like, yeah. he seems to be a good sport. I did just look up Mr. and Mrs. Smith, so it looks like Phoebe Waller-Bridge was um, replaced with uh, Maya. Is this? I don't know how to say her name. Erskine, Erskine, the the Asian girl from Pen Fifteen. Oh, okay. Really? That's probably going to be funny as shit. It's in production, though. <laughs> oh, okay. If those are the two leads, like, I find both of them funny. I like both of their sense of humor. Actually, she's, like, to me, like, more gross out and over the top than him. So, this should be yeah. interesting. Because I think, you know, she if they're playing it similar to how the characters are in the movie, that she has to be sexy. So, it should be fun to watch. You know what's supposed to be a good series coming out. A24 has a series on Netflix coming out called Beef. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. 
It's with um Stephen. I don't. I don't think his name is actually Stephen Yoon, but everybody calls him Stephen Yoon. Like I think there's another pronunciation. Yeah, I think it's Yun. <laughs> it's Yun, right? Yeah, I think so. So Stephen Yun. Um, and uh, you know the comedian. Uh, she's Asian. She's uh, she's famous for like having like being pregnant. Oh, Ali Wong. Stand. I'm Ali looking Wong. at it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, like Ali Wong and I like Stephen Young. Yeah, it feels like almost like a Coen Brothers, like a dark venture, a Coen Brothers type of thing where uh these two people like basically almost have an accident and they go into road rage and then they decide to start like de- destroying each other's lives basically over that. So this is like a mostly Asian cast, Santino's yeah. in it. So very handsome Asian men on this page I'm looking at. I'm not mad. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested because for it's whatever like, reason I do like Asian representation projects. Yeah. <laughs> um. So because, and they tend a lot of times like not to be about struggle, uh, like things that are set in modern day. <clears throat> so I am kind of excited about that. Thank you for that. Um. Mm-hmm. I guess we're talking about things we're excited about. Uh, I just started watching extrapolations on Apple TV. Oh, is that good? I like it. Um, it is like post-apocalyptic, but in a very like realistic way. And you see how it happens over time. And it's basically about climate change. They make references to real things. And then they mm-hmm. fictionalize like a world of as the temperature continues to rise gradually. Like it's not like like a like a specific event. It's just, you know, yeah. climate change. And so it's a series of interconnected stories, and I am, I'm enjoying it. Um, Sienna Miller's in it. Yar Shahidi. Um, yeah, I know a bunch of people are in it. David Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. I like da- David's episode is the third one. I enjoyed that one a lot. He plays a rabbi. That's not a spoiler. Um, okay. I did not know he was Jewish either. I just assumed that David phonetically spelled was because he was Latino. Learned something new. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it is, it's dark, but like very heartfelt. I, I'm enjoying it. Um, is it kind of like, I don't know, that one British show? Um, you remember it? It was, I totally forgot what it oh, was called. Oh, Years and Years? Years and Years, yeah. I loved Years and Years. No, like Years and Years was like, it's more Over about politics top. and yeah. Just the road we're heading down. Years and years is yeah. like, and I think years and years is still on HBO, but years and years tackles a lot of things. Yeah. It talks about like economic crisis and like tech obsession, um, immigration, homosexuality, mm. food shortage. It talks about like literally everything um, in that, in that series, like 45 sets off a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> and all this shit happens as a result of it. Like, it's good. So, yeah. but that's, this is a little more lighthearted than that. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as depressing. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. depressing, but in a good way, if that's a thing. It's a thing for me. I like post-apocalyptic things. Yeah, I do is, too. Is there you're, any... you're like Last of Us, then, for sure. It was too many people for me to keep up with, and I feel oh, like yeah. people who watch the damn, like, I said watch because the game seems like it plays out like a movie more than anything. But people who play the game like know who all these characters are. And I'm like another person. That's why I like British TV. Like sometimes I'm like, how many people are you going to keep introducing into this eight episode story? Like I don't need to meet 20 people and have to keep up with all their faces and their plot lines. 
Well, I, mean, I guess so. I guess with Last of Us is kind of like there's like two main main characters, but every episode is like we go somewhere and meet a bunch of people and we move on like after that episode. So it's like why the last man sort of. I guess, but I didn't watch that. I only watched like a couple episodes of Why the Last Man. It sucks. You never see anything. I love the book, but I I knew it was bad, so I didn't watch it. (laughs) It was bad, and I don't know that women would behave the way that these women behaved, so who knows? They just, women will start acting like men, and I'm like, I kind of don't think we will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not like, not like this fast. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, anything else you're looking forward to? Um, shoot, I kind of want to see that Dungeons and Dragons movie because people say it might be like halfway decent. Did you watch the first one? Yeah, I think I watched the first one, the one with Marlon Williams. Wayans, yeah. yeah. I yeah, never I watched, I watched it, watched but that. I might. I don't. Remember. Who was the other person in it with him? I don't even remember. <laughs> I just know Marlon Wayans is in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah. Mando, 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 Mando. Oh yeah, have you have you been watching it? Absolutely. Oh yeah. I just, I just am waiting for us to be mad at Boca Ten and start fighting her, um, but because it's coming, I feel like that's gonna happen. I feel like I have Mando fatigue, where it's like because of Boca Ten. Well, yeah, definitely because of Andor too. Where it's like I see Grogu and I'm like, okay, I get this bit now. Like we don't have to keep doing the cute shots of Grogu. <laughs> like we had two seasons of this. Yes, we do. <laughs> I like him for spinning in the chairs. Greek oh, yeah. is talking. Um, it's my son. Watch your mouth. Uh, oh, not that anyone cares, but I found, well, I didn't find. A friend of mine who loves me found me a Luke Skywalker Funko Pop, and I've actually never seen this one. Mm-hmm. Yay me. I bet it's worth money. <laughs> gonna go on the app and find out. All right, guys. So I think that's gonna do it for this episode about Swarm. Right. <laughs> me, and, me and Martin missed each other. I don't know if you missed us. I don't know if you enjoyed me giggling the entire time for a fucking hour. Or if you guys enjoyed this show, please hit us up on social media. Uh, we are Kinda Movie, Movie Critics on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, we are Kinda Movie Crits. That's C-R-I-T-S. And uh, we call ourselves Kinda Movie Critics because we kinda are, we're kinda not. We're just a bunch of people who like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.